was I'm not I was not experienced with tobacco. I'd just done it a few times and swallowed the juice. Kirby was driving my car. There were two girls in the back seat. So we we're driving around the square. I was like, out of nowhere. I'm just like, I go, Kirby. Oh, with the girl, <laughs> the back seat. Oh, <laughs> puke just flying out the window as we're driving <laughs> around <laughs> the square. <laughs> and then we went to a car wash. Uh huh. I made Kirby clean my car. That you vomed on? Yeah, while I puked in the trash can at the car wash for like five minutes. That's disgusting. Just, just straight up. Did you learn your rice lesson? Rice and orange soda. Did you learn? I did. I never. No, no, no. But like, you just shouldn't chew in general. Well, I mean, yeah. Are we live here? <laughs> can you put that little anecdote in? Stacy Glover, and you're listening to Cinema Parlor. Stacy, how you doing? I'm good, man. It's uh, it's been a while since we've talked, but it's not been a while since we've had an episode. We've done a bunch of like big episodes recently. Yeah, that have come out within the last few weeks. This is kind of it's kind of nice. I feel like we did some lists and stuff. Yeah, so we're gonna kind of take things down a little bit, as in like just big, huge episodes and just have a little more fun here for yeah. the next few. On today's episode, uh, I'm sure you've all seen it by now, but we are doing a uh, late 80s into 90s uh, erotic, sexy, trashy thrillers. I would call it probably something short of that. but Erotic, sexy, trashy thrillers. And for that's this the episode's name. episode, we have uh, a returning guest and kind of our, well, she's in charge of us, if we're being honest. She's our producer. She's our editor. The Melanie, boss. How you doing? I'm well. How are you boys? We're doing good. You guys look great. Yeah, I mean, I I feel really good right yeah. now. We're having a great time. Let's talk like I always do about what we're drinking here. I don't really know what I want to call it. Really, I looked up a recipe that just used apple and whiskey because that's what I wanted. I thought it would be like just some sort of play off of Eve. Yeah. And taking the apple. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like it. But, yeah. So That's I'm a good drink. Saying, you know. But, yeah, it's uh, spiced ginger whiskey, a little bit of gem beam apple, and some uh, ginger beer. Yes. And then an apple wedge for garnish. I think it's delicious. Moonstruck. That's what you would call this? No. The, the Eve thing. The older lady. She's asking people, why do men go after women and then somebody brings up the story of adam and eve about how adam feels incomplete because god created eve out of a rib of man Mm -hmm. but then john mahoney says maybe it's because they're constantly they're they're the fear of death Mm -hmm. and then that reaffirms her life view so that must be what it is that's what that made me think of so this is the moon that's moonstruck that's what this is okay thank you okay I like it. It's a good movie. Norman Jewison. That movie is so 
it like hits all the right notes, and I feel like a lot of people because they are like, oh, shares in it, not about it for wow. whatever reason. She's good. I She's laugh, great. I cry. She looks really good in the film, and yeah, snap I mean, out of it. Yeah, Nick Cage is great in it. It's like oddly heartwarming. The scene with the older couple. Yeah, Cosmos Moon. Moon. Cosmos Moon. It's really good. It's Did a really good it movie. Then? Yeah, it was a it was a very solid. Uh, I guess you'd put it in the romantic comedy genre yeah. of sorts. I I quite liked it. Yes. So to get back into the swing of things, <laughs> the norms. What have you been up to, man? Okay. Yeah. So in in uh, kind of been watching a lot of things, obviously, uh, like always, but a little more right now, and uh, and playing some video games uh, and reading some books. So. Obviously, we've been watching a lot of uh, what we're going to be talking about today, so I won't really name a lot of that. But what I will name, uh, on my own here, I've been kind of on a little bit of a John Ford kick, so I've been watching uh, a number of his films, which I'm having a great time doing. Over the last week, I've re-watched The Searchers and My Darling Clementine, and also uh, Stagecoach, which I'd seen all those before, but it's nice revisiting them. And for the first time, I watched uh, The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance, which I was quite impressed by. I'd never seen it. That song's so good, too. Yes. Have you seen that movie? Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. I thought it was a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. It it blew me away. It was one of those movies I'd heard about, but, like, it kind of caught me by surprise in a way. Like, it's John Ford, so I figured it was going to be a good movie, Mm -hmm. but, like, I didn't realize I was going to, like, fall in love with it. So, like, yeah. It was... It was... a great experience so that's kind of what i've been doing on top of that uh been playing uh some animal crossing like a lot of people out there how's your island doing 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 okay what kind of fruit do you have i i started with pears Mm -hmm. but i've planted some oranges i've planted some coconuts so i got some some of those trees going i haven't put as much time into it as probably a lot of people my island's been neglected a little bit the last week but i'm I'm getting back in there a little bad yeah uh, like I'm, well, you've been super I'm, busy. You've got a lot of things yeah, going I've on right now. A lot going on, obviously. Um, the world's a busy place. Yeah. So, but you know, my island's doing okay. Uh, but I, I would like to find some more fossils, some more different fish for uh, Mister Blathers, the owl. I, I think he would like that, and I would, I would like to give him some more things. You said you got a new shirt recently from. Uh, yeah, I did. What's that boy's name? Uh, that Sonic boy. Oh man, like the hedgehog. It's well, a there's there's hedgehog, a blue right? little little hedgehog, very cute. But he's not Sonic. And well, and I, first off, I, I'm not tend- going to say it's a boy because I can't remember if it's a boy or Sonic a girl. Sega. I'm sorry. You know what? Was it eating chili dogs? No, <laughs> it was selling t-shirts, clothes. That's not Sonic. Okay, and I bought a, a nice shirt, um, but. I'm I'm sorry. I know everyone out there will know. I just can't remember That's okay. his or her name at this moment. But anyway, I love Animal Crossing. Having a great time with it. And then I will also say Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is a very fun game. It's a little older. It's been out since like 2018, I think. But it's a game that you can just spend hours upon hours on. And that's what I've been doing. And I'm enjoying it. So it's that's, that's what... Yes, very much. So that's how I'm indulging myself. So... How about you? Well, I'm on the same cinematic journey as I've been on the last few episodes. I'm watching the James Bond films. I, today, finished all the Roger Moore. So, done with that. Okay. I, his run is probably the least appreciated, for good reason, but I don't think he's bad. You it's just... He gets re- too old. He Yeah, he <laughs> ages into the role like a president. Like, it's pretty bad. But... 
I, I do like some of his movies. Some of them are quite good. What was your comparison before we were recording? You were talking about, you were comparing Roger Moore and Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> it, it, I was, we were just talking that it was kind of weird that back then, like, I feel like after Moonraker, it was like, Roger Moore's too old for the role. And then Sean Connery came back for Never Say Never Again, which is a remake of Thunderball, which wasn't very good. And uh, Connery's younger and more, but Connery's like 52 during that movie. And I think more by the time he retires, Bond is 57, 58. And like, they just seemed really old at the time. But you look at action movies now and Tom Cruise is like 57, I think 58. And he's still kicking those. You got Keanu who's like well into his late forties, maybe early fifties as John Wick. I don't know. I think it's uh, interesting how different, like, the age thing is. Yeah, but I feel like if that's true for all people, though, not just action stars. Because if you look through old yearbooks, like, I don't know if you guys ever looked through your parents' yearbooks. Yeah, like, people mm-hmm. look older. Everyone looks like they're 38 and have a full mortgage and, like, five right. kids. It's bizarre. Yeah. And they're all, like, 16, 17. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it is quite funny. Yeah. But I've also been playing games that have come out recently, you know, um... Nolan's been doing that Animal Crossing life, and I've been doing Doom Eternal. You like and it? Yeah, I like it. It's not as good as Doom 2016, but I think it's pretty fun. How's the music? The music's awesome. It's uh, very metal-ish. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm enjoying the Resident Evil 3 remake. I I don't think it's as good as the original, and it's not as good as Resident Evil 2 remake, but it's still a very solid Resident Evil game, and I would put it up in the upper echelon of that series. I know there's been a ton of games that have come out. It's very solid. And I'm looking forward to the Final Fantasy VII Remake. And in regards to some of these games that are new but were old, we have some maybe some mini experimental episode stuff that's going to be coming out. Yes. In which uh, Nolan will experience some of these games for the first time. I can't wait. Real quick, since we didn't bring it up, you're probably... uh gonna be hearing my dogs during this episode because neither one of them can sit still so i'm sorry about that. hi peanut i love you they're probably really loud so very sorry on that front yeah if, if that would uh, i think we're gonna have some fun with that we do that and uh yeah so you're gonna time. let him make you play mario kart i hope that's not chosen and then you can if it's chosen i mean what happens happens game over you know i might quit the podcast do you want to explain why you don't like Mario Kart? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not good. I'm not good at racing games. Um, I don't know what it is. That's that's just one of the areas I'm not good at. I feel like it's that game in particular. That, that it's Mario Kart little... particular, and yeah. I had a I, I had a bad night where, like, I knew I wasn't going to be good going into it, but I was kind of like everybody's playing it, so I, I decided to play. Would you say you're a sore loser? Yeah, I, I I am a competitive person. That's the uh, the tuck. In, well, that's not what I said. I said sore loser. I don't. I mean, I don't like to lose. Uh, if that's what you're asking. Um, well, this is a statement. Okay. Well. Yeah, I don't like to lose. Okay, and I lost a lot that night, and I and like not just lost. Like, I was getting like last place mostly. Like spank. Like like losing against the computer as well not even finishing races yeah so yeah i don't like that game i don't like i don't like mario kart i'm sorry 
Are you gonna make me? I've already told you if you make me play that game, my podcasting career could be up in the air. Wow. From Mario Kart? Yep. It could break you guys up? It's possible. Wow. Yeah. Serious. So that that's up to you. Well, the complete opposite of that. I've also watched some Scorsese, and I watched Kunden for the first time, which, that's a very solid film. With, like, part two of his religion trilogy. Yeah. It was very beautiful. It's got that Philip Glass score. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to extrapolate yeah, on? Melanie, what have, <laughs> oh, my God. What have you been up to? Thank you, Nolan. So rude. You well, guys are against me. Well, you just wanted it in the podcast, so. I'm sorry, Melanie. I didn't say anything about Mario Kart. She brought it up. I just asked because I knew you're spicy and that is something that you would do. I feel like you're, the whole idea behind if that we concept. If did it, it would be the Super Nintendo one. That doesn't make it. Okay. It's a good game. What have you been up to? I've been reading a lot. been working from home. Like a lot of people are, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've been... I started a book on Peck and Paw. And then I started... I bought a bunch of books before everything locked down. And, uh... Before we could not go to bookstores anymore. Before we could not go to bookstores. Before it was yes. taken away from us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, which I probably shouldn't have gone anyways. It's probably <laughs> not smart. But I bought a couple of, uh... Little Big Bundle of things. I think I posted about it on Twitter. But... Yes. So I've been reading... Jaws 2 novelization. Jaws 2 novelization is great. It's really cool. Uh, I mean, it's it's a novel. It's a film novelization, so it's exactly the movie. I haven't read that one. No, it's the same. It's a solid movie. That's all right. Yeah. I'm uh, more of a Jaws 4 guy. Shut up. Count it. Jaws no, you're 4. not. Anyways, I've also been reading some, uh, well, one, uh, it's called What Happens in London, It's a Sexy Time, Harlequin romance novel that right. might have a murder in it, but okay. no murders happened yet, so okay. it's not answering a lot of promises it's making. And I halted my Persona 5 playthrough because Persona, is it Royal? Royale. Yeah, Persona The new 5. edition. Yeah, it's coming out, and um, I probably just should have waited anyways because I... Like I've talked about before on the show, I have only ever played the extra edition, so I always get the Mm -hmm. extra bits in there. And it sounds like in this one, it's probably the most they've ever added. I've uh, read a lot about it and watched a lot of stuff on it. Okay. So there's quite a few new characters and extended time with your uh, original party. So I'm going to wait and pre-order that. Looks like a lot of fun. I've, I've seen you play... The fifth one a little bit. I've never played one of the Persona games, so mm-hmm. I'm very interested in trying it out. I've played sometime. the music from a yeah. couple of them from you, and it's really the music's really good. It's really fun, but yeah, that's really very nice. All I've been doing, not a whole lot. All right, sounds good. Uh, I'm very interested in the in that uh, Peck and Paw book you're reading. I would like to read it someday it's as well. It's a tome. It's huge. Uh, you're enjoying it so far? Yeah, it's really really good. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. It's definitely. Um, it, I, I mean, you'll read it at some point, so I'm not going to tell you too much about it, but sure. it definitely portrays him in a slightly different light than a lot of other people have before. Okay. Like, it's a little bit more, uh, kind of, I mean, he's still an asshole, but it, it's kind of explaining a little yeah. bit more. So, okay. putting more context there, it's good. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Yes. Sexy erotic thrillers presented by Melanie. 
presented by me. You, yeah, this was your idea to for this episode. You uh, Actually, shot this along. Actually, it was idea because I made you guys watch a couple. Oh, we well, you like, know I was like this this it was, wasn't my idea. I know that. We'll we'll say it was a joint effort because why do you not want to own this? You're like, oh no no no! no. I like these it. movies. It was it was a joint effort. Um, we watched a few of these. Uh, uh, it's been probably a week, week and a half ago or so. And uh, you showed us a couple of these and had a lot of fun with them. And we went down that road. I would say we probably watched somewhere around maybe 10, maybe more, somewhere in that area. Not everything that we watched, I would say, fits exactly what our theme okay. is. Just that trash 90s thriller. Right. But we're, we're more sticking to the erotic thriller. Okay. From mainly the 90s, a little bit of the 80s. Okay. It was a lot of fun watching them. Do you want to talk about, real quick, our experience watching these? Yeah, well, how about... Nolan, how many boners did you get? <laughs> well, I didn't get any, and I tried to keep that in. You can control your boners. Well, yeah. On off switch. I mean, I'm a, I'm in my 30s now. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not a teenager anymore. I can try my best. I think I succeeded this time. What's it mean? Controlling my boners. What's the process? I'm curious. Sometimes I hate you a lot. <laughs> I will say the high point was definitely, if you're talking just my favorite sexy times, it's got to be Basic Instinct and Sharon Stone. I mean, for me, that was, okay. I mean, That's it. That, that was the high point, yes. What's the low point? <laughs> uh, the low point. <laughs> you have to think about What's it. What's the least sexiest? Um, wow. Okay. Well, hmm. Okay. okay. I, here's, here's, here's a little something. I think Michael Douglas is an attractive man. Okay. Like, I don't have anything against him. Mm -hmm. But I will say, like, he shows his ass a few times. It's not really m much of an ass. I'll just say, like... You're disappointed by his ass? I'm just saying it wasn't anything to write home about. So, I mean, like... Like, that was easier to control your boners on. <laughs> yeah. Are we done with this talk? Or okay. more hard. How about we go through what all we watched? Do one of you, because you guys have your letterbox, yes. do you want to just read off all the ones that we... Kind of went through all right. over the past I'm gonna, two weeks I'm going to so. get this done for us, all right? Okay, so what I'm going with is I'm going to say we started with Sleeping with the Enemy. Is that a good starting place? That, yeah. That's where either, I've got it. Was it was either that or Double Jeopardy. I can't remember. Okay, so we start. We got that was the same night. Oh, there you it go. It was the same night. So we have 1991's Sleeping with the Enemy. We have 1999's Double Jeopardy. We have 1990 Pacific Heights. Then we have 1992's Single White Female, 1996's Head Above Water, then I'm going to go with 1989's Dead Calm, 1994's Disclosure, 1992's Basic Instinct, 1987's Fatal Attraction, 1992's Final Analysis, and are we ending things with 1998's Wild Things? Or are we going with the uh, 1993 Fatal Instinct, which was the bit of the... Uh, <laughs> the parody? The making fun of the Carl Reiner everything film. that had came before. Yeah. So that is our series. It didn't really come to light. We were just watching trash 90s thrillers. Mm -hmm. it, the erotic part came into it. It came together. It yeah. did. It really came together. Not yeah. all those films are erotic. That's why I said we didn't yeah. initially start. Yeah. He was too busy worrying about my fake boners. Your fake boners? 
What does that mean? Because like, you're assuming I have wait, one. And so I you're didn't. stuffing like nanners in your pants to make it seem like you have boners? Did, did, can I ask you a question? Okay. Were you paying attention to my crotch during these films? No. Okay. Then you never saw if I had a boner, a fake boner, or a non-existent boner. So you're saying that one was there. I just didn't notice it. I'm done with this. I feel like this subgenre came about because in rental stores, it's like they couldn't have straight up porn. Mm-hmm. Couples still needed to watch something that was sexy. Yeah. Did your parents like this stuff? Did they rent it? Yes. Uh, my dad has always loved thrillers. Mm-hmm. And so, yes. Uh, things I remember, uh, of the, especially the things we watched, like... I remember them watching Double Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. That was a movie. They. Uh, I also. I'm pretty sure that Basic Instinct was a movie that my dad enjoyed. I know we didn't count this movie, but like we we watched oh. something like Kiss the Girls. Yeah. Like you know that was a movie that he enjoyed. Like yeah. my mom, like she would watch them to an extent, but <laughs> she'd at one point just be like, "This is trashy," and then just like you no know, leave the room probably. And did your parents? <laughs> They're gonna. My mother's particularly not gonna like this. Mm-hmm. So, th- my family—they're more of like action film people. Okay. I feel like, like some of those movies are ones that were watched, but most of those movies are probably me discovering them on my own and cable or renting them by myself. Okay. Being a like horny teenager, most of the like horn dog sh- stuff they rented was, like, way worse than any of these films. Like, uh, uh, Flesh and Blood, like, Paul Verhoeven's film. Yeah. Like, I remember them renting that once. Just things like that. There are, like, sex scenes in some of those action films that we would watch that are way worse than anything in these erotic thrillers from the 90s. that's the thing about a lot of erotic thrillers. They're not that erotic. (laughs) They're not that sexy, Like, Basic Instinct's really the only one that's, like, overtly... It will, Sharon Stone's, like, she's naked, what, like... Mm. Uh, probably 50% of her screen time. It More than that, it has to be. I would like to know how many minutes she's in that film on screen and how many minutes she... Yeah, the ratio. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. it's insane. <laughs> but I, I think that a lot of, like, films that we associate this tag with, really it's just, like, one scene. And yeah. a lot of it, it's, like the idea of the content more than the content itself. For most of these movies, it was the first time I'd, I'd seen most of them. Mm-hmm. I was expecting... It to be sexier. More sexier, more nudity, yeah. more... Yeah, I mean, um, so now I will say there were there were a number of them I very much enjoyed. Uh, but as far on that level, it was a little disappointing in, in some of the uh, the content. Yes. Because that's the weird thing to me is like... Because I looked up lists of like what other people consider erotic thrillers and... And since we're going, I mean, because there are very good films that are in this mm-hmm. subgenre that have that tag. And I, I think a lot of these films, they get their birth from noir films. Oh, yeah. Things that noir films hinted at or things that like Hitchcock's films hinted at. Mm-hmm. That sexuality that's like not overt. It's usually very uh, underhanded or tongue in cheek or played up in shadows and stuff in these films from the 40s and 50s. 60s in Hitchcock's case, these films starting in the, the late 70s, 80s, when they're starting to explore this, they get the erotic thriller tag, and really they're they're basically post-noir. And I yeah. think it's interesting that, you know, a lot of these films don't get that post-noir tag that, like, Chinatown or LA Confidential gets because 
of the the eroticism in there, but I mean, those films are sexier than a lot of these films. But like, so it's weird. Yeah, that's like true. Body Heat, he say that's an erotic thriller. Like that is a straight up remake of Double Indemnity. Mm-hmm. Um, even uh, Bob Raffleson's Postman Always Rings Twice, his remake of that is very erotic. It is uh, the sex scene between well, Jessica Lang and, and I think, Jack Nicholson. I think that is considered part of this. I think it's it has that tag. See, and when I think of this tag, I think of like poison ivy. Oh yeah, the and gosh. yeah, like yeah. And I say things. smut, but there's not really any nudity in those films. Like poison ivy, I don't think there's hardly anything. Yeah. Is there? It's just the idea of an older man having sex with a younger girl. Well, yeah, and she's like evil, kind of. Mm-hmm. Right, and you know, speaking of like wild things, which by the way, my first time seeing that movie. Loved it. Excellent film. Really really good movie. I can't believe that you have not not seen that before. That is mind blowing to me. You know, yeah, and I'm. It was a lot of fun watching it. Like watching it now, because the thing about that movie is one of those movies. Like we've 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 all talked about on this podcast how we what our watching habits when we were younger and what we could watch, what we had access to, what we didn't. So like that was a movie that I would not have been able to watch unless I did it on my own, right? Yeah, like over at your cousin's or like a friend's house, something. I own the VHS. Well, how about that? Did your mom know? Yeah. Did she like the movie? I don't know if she watched it. I know that we rented it. I know we rented Basic Instinct like that. Like when I was in like seventh or eighth grade, we rented that. Guys came over and we made jokes while between sex scenes but that's that's the thing i want to get to with that movie is it was one of those movies when you're growing up like everybody talked about those oh, yeah. scenes because I, I remember people well, talking about things? it yeah um like the pool scene with mm-hmm. um nev campbell and denise richards. denise richards then obviously like the bed scene with with both of them and matt Dillon. wine on the boobs those those when when watching it now when i actually saw it there's there's the bed scene, there's some nudity, and it's, you know, it's a threesome type thing. But, like, that's the only nudity you see if I... It, it, except for the famous Kevin Bacon at the end. But mm-hmm. that's, like, the only nudity you see in the film. Now, there's it is a an, sexy nude There's movie. an unrated cut where you see Denise Richards' boobs in the pool scene. Ah, how about that? Okay. Well done. But, yeah, mostly what I'm getting to is, like, I agree with, with what you're saying, that, like, they're more no- notorious than... And what meets the eye on, on the mm-hmm. on the nudity and the the, the sex? Mm-hmm. Even having all of the kick starting tons of puberty all right. over the world, yeah. the story is really slick. Like yeah. I like all the twists and turns. It does feel noirish with how everything unfolds. Yeah, it's a very clever, tongue in cheek, clever, but stylish film. It's like this m- mashup of n- trashy '90s thriller with like. MTV culture. Oh yeah, definitely. I think if you're gonna have Bill Murray in your movie playing a skeezy lawyer, there's a a level of awareness. Oh yeah. There's something about that script that attracted him to that film. Mm -hmm. I I was after we watched it, and I know this is nothing. uh, This is not uh, a revelation here, but I I think I really think like Scream and Wild Things would be a nice '90s double feature on a night. Just like I think they're both very smart. Mm-hmm. movies playing with the genre that's been created before them and doing some very clever things yeah, so, I, agree I agree with you absolutely do you guys have favorite films in this subgenre can I, I don't know if we want to i i have like i'll just say i have a, a movie that we watched that was like my favorite discovery out of everything that okay. i've seen what was that uh that would be dead calm which <laughs> is a movie i knew nothing about I know, I, were, you, I sent Nolan a couple yeah. of options that, hey, this is something that you can watch. 
pick one of these, and he picked Deadcom because of the stellar cast, which why wouldn't you? Right. Do you want to talk about... Yeah, this you is... You do a synopsis if you uh, Directed by uh, Philip Noyce. Uh, this stars uh, Nicole Kidman, the great Sam Neill, and the wild Billy Zane. Um, so, let's see what Letterboxd has to say on this. High seas, <laughs> deep terror, try to stay calm. That's all in caps. An Australian couple takes a sailing trip to the Pacific to forget about a terrible accident. While on the open sea, in dead calm, they come across a ship with one survivor who is not all what he seems. So, I mean, that's to the point there. I mean, uh, basically, in this movie, we have uh, Nicole Kidman and Sam Neill, or a married couple. Um, I I don't think, if, if, if anybody cares about spoilers for this movie... Go for it. Okay. This is all in the beginning of the movie, like within the first five, ten minutes. Which I... Okay, so before yes. you go into this... The first time I saw this movie and why I knew it is me and my stepsister, we would watch, I mean, we, my stepmom buys every, she still does. Like she, if there's any new movie that came out, she would just go get all the new releases and she loved thrillers. She would get everything. So like she had an insane movie collection growing up. So it's like, we could just go in and pick out a VHS. It was like your own video store (laughs) and then later DVDs. And the first time we saw this I think she was watching it, and we came in, and the beginning had already passed. So what you're about to describe had yes. already happened. Okay. I n- knew nothing about that, and I think that Billy Zane was already on the boat. Okay. So Sam wasn't in the picture, and it would just do flashbacks of Sam yeah. looking psycho on the sinking ship, <laughs> uh-huh. and then cut back to Billy Zane looking like suave and mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman, and her like yeah. being into the sex scene yeah. and all, yeah. So, I thought that Billy Zane was the good guy in that It was a different picture for you. Yeah, and then (laughs) I didn't realize the full meat of that story until we watched it. Love that. Yeah. (laughs) I thought Billy Zane was the good guy. No idea. I I was confused. Billy Zane's never the good guy. I know this now. I mean, The Phantom, but that movie's not good. I like that movie. I probably should watch it again before I say I like it, but I think I like that movie. Okay, so the beginning. Yeah, okay. (laughs) So, yeah, the beginning of Dead Calm, we have uh, Nicole Kidman and and Sam Neill. They have a child. Nicole Kidman and their child were in a car accident. Because of her bad driving? Yeah, bad driving. In a wild scene, uh, and I'm I'm not making light of what happened, like a kid dying, but the scene is shot wildly where the kid is in the car seat in the back seat and just flies through the windshield. It's it, really bizarre looking. It, it's a strange... <laughs> I hate that opening. It's a strange opening it's shot. It's so intense. Yeah. And um, so it's not needed. No. Yeah. So so the the child, uh, yes, doesn't make it. And so it's, it's kind of this, uh, you know, the first, like, what, 20, 30 minutes is, is very much a kind of a grief uh, story. Mm-hmm. And they decide to go on a, a trip. The two of them tried to help out the situation. They go on a boat. Um, Sam Neill's boat, and um, like the synopsis said, um, they see another uh, pretty decent-sized boat while out to sea. They realize only one person has survived on this boat, and he swims towards them. It's the uh, Billy Zane character. He gets on the boat, and shit gets crazy from there. So what do you like so much about this film? Uh, first off, I, I agree with you. Like, it was a nice discovery. It was something I was un- unexpected. So, like, I do have some issues with the opening, like you said. But other than that, like, I think it's a brilliantly directed movie. Very well shot. It is in this erotic thriller genre, but, like, it's 
it's a lot it's very much shot like a horror film obviously there are horrific things happening in the film but especially the boat that sam neil's on like it's a very weird set piece it, it looks it, like a set designer just went in yeah and were like do whatever you want it's very really much cool. it, it it reminds me of like almost like you know the same effect of the alien spaceship or something of that nature and obviously not as well done that type of feeling that's how i had from it of, as, as he's trying to figure out the puzzle pieces of what happened to billy zane's character and in, in the boat they were on but you know billy zane like I, no one will ever say he's a great actor <laughs> But I think for him, this was a very good movie. I, I think he does a pretty good job playing the villain. Like, he, he doesn't really do the Billy Zane thing where he, like, goes into, like, multiple different <laughs> acting voices. Um, he kind of just stays mostly on, on, on the one note. And um, I think he, he does a good job at being just a nasty, awful person. And the sex scene between him and Nicole Kidman is very messed up. But I will say there is one thing that will stick in my mind always. Um, Nicole Kidman has some very skimpy, um, wet pants, and during that sex scene, somehow he just, like, rips them off from her ass, like, from the back, and just, like, with ease, just rips them right off her body. You reacted every time yeah. there was a garment ripped in That's true. I, I love a good garment rip. And that was, um, as, as good as it got, uh, for me, right there. No, it seems like that, is that, yeah. like, when you have the most trouble controlling your boners? Absolutely. Yeah. A garment but, rip? Absolutely. Okay. I feel like the rip and disclosure is much more like uh, yeah. smutty. Yeah, no, that's true. Um <laughs> the dead calm one though, full on It was just butt. It it was it was impressive, I'll put it that way. Good job, Billy Zane. <laughs> but um anyway You don't think those are breakaway. You think yeah, he just I, really he has had the that power. much strength in that yeah. hand. But yes, yeah, so it, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I I was not expecting um that when we watched it and mm-hmm. I quite enjoyed it. What do you guys think of Dead Calm? I like that movie. <laughs> I hate the intro, and I think the third act leans a little too hard into some horror movie tropes that kind of get a little silly by the end. Which did it for me. But <laughs> I, I I, do agree with you. I think it's a very well-directed film. Like You can see why this director went on to have quite the career in Hollywood. Um, he did both Jack Ryan films with Harrison Ford. and Nice. Um, some other action films. I mean, obviously he has an eye for it. George Miller produced this. Nice. So it's, uh, yeah, I think it's a solid film. Good performances all around. I like it. I like it a lot. Again, it was an enlightening experience for me because I yeah viewed it in a totally different way. I yeah. was like, yeah, Billy Zane's really like dreamy in it. And it's like, yeah. I mean, he is. That's not, not yeah. true. He, he looks still really correct. good. He does. Yeah. It's, um, between this and head above water. Yeah. Um, you think he's better in this one? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, he has more to do. He does. You guys were very upset about Head Above Water. I that was the well, biggest see. disappointment of that film for me. Yeah. Is like Harvey, I was I was wanting more of him. But Harvey, Harvey brings his A game. He in does. That. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I know. I feel like you hated that film. Harvey Keitel like, doing work. Doing so much. Might work. I suggest and drinking? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Might I suggest Demon Knight? For grade A Billy Zane. Well, yeah, but that's not what we're talking about here. But it is true. He is wonderful in it. There's more eroticism in that film than some of the films we will speak on. That is true. That is absolutely true. Okay. That well, old man has that dream with those boobs. What was your favorite of yeah, the let's, films? Yeah, what do, what do you got? Or, you didn't even have to Like, favorite that I haven't seen? What, or? Did, was there a was there a discovery? Was there something unexpected that you liked? Or, or just, was there one that we watched that you already liked that you found more of a greater appreciation for? 
Basic Instinct, I think, that, like, I, I've seen that movie multiple times, but I think that's a film with great artistry, and I think a lot of people kind of kind of excuse it just for being, like, smut and stuff, but it's actually a well-directed film. I think it's a well-made film. Verhoeven's doing a lot of things with, with uh, colors. You know, you got Jean Devant doing the cinematography, so you have a lot of setups that look very diehardish, especially that interrogation room. Very Jean Debont, Nakatomi Tower look. Yeah, I, I like that film a lot. Uh, Fatal Attraction, that's a, that's a very good movie. I did enjoy Dead Calm. You know, we already talked about that in length, but I did like that. And uh, Single White Female, I was pretty impressed with. I thought that was a quality film. Uh, no, I've never seen that film. I hadn't either. And, and yeah. again, it, it was a movie I quite enjoyed as well. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was a very sharp film. Uh, something I will say, watching these films that I was surprised from, was the amount of man rape. Stacy. In, in Single White Female, Stephen Weber gets his little Weber sucked uh, against his will. Uh-huh. And in Disclosure, there's an unwanted blowjob. Okay. Um, poor Michael Douglas. <laughs> And I just found it, uh, you know, there's a shocking amount of, uh, you know, raping of men orally in these films. Discuss. I, I'm going to go ahead and skip this subject. Not discussing this. You, how many times did uh, Michael say no in these films? He said it, I, I think a lawyer said 31 times mm-hmm. when they're going over the tape. In Disclosure. Disclosure's a bad, problematic film. I mean, they did the episode of Big Mouth. about the movie about how bad and problematic it is like everything about that film but here's the thing it's not the worst film that we watched no it's actually like entertaining by how audacious and stupid it is and the cast that they got there's a good cast Mm -hmm. it's entertaining but it's bad It, it shouldn't happen whoever like michael Crichton, bad job by you like jurassic park's so good Mm-hmm. And you do this shit. Mm-hmm. My my favorite like part about the the disclosure scene. <laughs> um, okay, so he says no so many times. You know he he's not doing anything to stop her other than than saying no. Right. And then after like, you know she she moves on from the mouth stuff. Uh huh. Then he decides. Okay, obviously I can't get out of this situation. It's go time. So then he decides to get into it. Uh-huh. Starts making out with Demi. Uh-huh. He motorboats and boots. like, let's go. And then, after that, then when it's time for insertion, then he's like, oh, what am I doing? No. Mm. I'm just saying it's, 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 it's very, very strange. Do you feel that these men in these films lacked a certain control over their boners that you have mastered? Like, that's the problem? Like, you would never get in this situation because you have boner control. <laughs> Melanie? <laughs> Do you have a, a favorite film well, or a... Or a or... I, I definitely... Because I had already... Everything that we'd seen, I yeah, was, already... You've, you'd, yeah. you'd seen everything, I, basically. I'd seen everything, and there's there's a lot that we did not get to. Like, yeah. you guys have never seen uh, Body of Evidence with Madonna, which that's... Mm-hmm. I can't say it's... A super sexy one either because the chemistry is weird. Doesn't he uh, go to town on her on a car, a hood of a car, mm-hmm. downstairs buffet? Oh wow, it's accurate, I suppose. That is, I would like to see that. We also uh, didn't get to see Bound, which is 
bound is we should i need to watch again i that's something it's weird talking about because we're not there's a lot that we aren't talking about within this time frame Mm -hmm. in the subgenre but it's because those are higher caliber films Mm -hmm. they're a little bit better than us trashy but yes i would say deadcom is definitely because i didn't know the beginning which is pretty essential to understanding the rest of the film yeah so that's and we've talked about it enough but that's definitely surprising to me i'm a little bummed because i thought you know I really thought that Billy, yeah, it was done dirty in that film, and yeah, that she was had like a secondary thing with Sam Neill whenever it was the other way around. Yeah, I, I, I was like, I was surprised that Sam Neill was not one thing about the bad that guy film, in that. even though it's that shot. Okay, so Deadcom it ends and then it keeps going. Spoilers, but Billy gets back on the boat yeah. after you think that he's definitely dead mm-hmm. for sure. Like he dies like three times yep. in the movie. You think he's definitely gone, and he keeps coming back. Yep. So there's a final shot where he gets hit with a flare. That's right. That's a up. really good shot, really but good I hate shot, the lead up. Yeah, I wish it was just not <laughs> in there. It's so mm-hmm. silly, and it goes on for so long. He yeah. washes Nicole Kidman's hair with his bloody hands. Yeah, that movie's and... about 20 minutes too long. Yeah, yeah. I but I... Mm-hmm. So that ending previously really confused me, because I just yeah. thought they murdered him. Nice. And she was, like, going <laughs> off with her new lover. <laughs> like, no. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no. That's great. So, I feel a little cheated. I wish... I'm glad that we watched it, but I kind yeah. of wish that I would have kept my version. Because sure. a little bit better. Okay. I, I respect and that. I liked that ending more with, with what I initially thought was Yeah. Like. I mean... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what... Um, go ahead. No, no, no. Oh, you, I was just going to say um, one thing real quick that you noted, like, um, about... There, there's a number of these movies where you think the villain is dead mm-hmm. and they, they come back for They'll that. Just keep it, it, back. So that is very much a horror trope they use mm-hmm. for this mm-hmm. genre of film. Definitely um, with with uh, thinking that your villain is dead and they come back for that second scare. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that just thought. Or like Double Jeopardy, that's the whole Absolutely, movie. very much so. The subgenre of film, does it live on? No. Now, are the Fifty like Shades H- movies, no, I are those like, not thrillers? I feel like HBO came in, took over this type of content with period dramas and stuff. Even though it's not, like, an erotic thriller, Well, no, like, and I mean, that's the thing. Like, you, there's not really a need for this type of movie anymore yeah. because television, mm-hmm. like, I feel like on cable TV, exactly. you get all the sex you need. Yeah. But. And all your streaming shows. Like, these movies that. used to be big business. Like. Oh, yeah. Disclosure was a big budget A-list movie. Fatal Basic Attra- Instinct, Fatal, Fatal Attraction. Attraction. I mean, Fatal Attraction was up for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of the highest grossing films of 87, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so... Big business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but I, I think Nowadays, that, yeah, regulated to TV, I guess. I feel like Wild Things is on the, the tipping point of that, which, I mean... The like, Ashley Judd films. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think all of that stuff. Of course... I, again, the Ashley Judd films, I wouldn't even... Those aren't Wild Things is almost like a postmodern take on this type of it film. It is. It is, but... It's very tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, it's a bit meta. Much more good. clever than most of these films. Yeah. the. I definitely think the worst that I made, which I had seen... Yeah, do you want to talk about our, our yeah, least favorite other ones? I had ones seen all of these except for Final Analysis. I thought I had seen this... But I was thinking, um, they did another one together, uh, Richard. No and... cover? Yes. I think that's From the 80s? Called. Yeah. 
That's what I was thinking this was for whatever reason. I guess I just didn't read the sub. I didn't realize they'd done more than one together. So, uh, that movie is really bad. Final analysis is so bad. Yeah, it it's very bad. It's like too long. It very badly wants to be Vertigo. Yeah, it's and it's not. not it's not it's at very all. bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I it's mean, boring. It feels like it's so long. Three hours. Yeah, that was. I think we're probably all. It's not erotic at all. I'm going to agree on that. It was a tough watch. Never Say Never Again was more erotic with Kim Basinger. Yeah, I mean, you see her okay. nipples the whole movie through her swimsuit. Yeah. A weird thing, people lump nine and a half weeks in with this subgenre, which it isn't. It's just a... There's it, no thriller aspect. No. It's just no, a dysfunctional relationship. He, yeah, he's just a mysterious guy, and then she's like, hey, I can't do this because you're weird. And he's like, oh, well, I love you. Don't leave. And then she's like, no, I'm leaving. And she does, and that's it. And that's mm-hmm. the, it's sex, and then that. That's it. Yeah. So, hot, hot sex. Hot sex. I mean, mm-hmm. that is, if for just erotic films, that is one of the sexiest films of all time. Mm-hmm. That and Secretary, so sexy. Way better than Fifty Shades. Well, fast Times with the Phoebe Cates stream. Judge Reinhold jerking off fast in the bathroom. Times. Okay, people say Fast Times is a sexy movie. I think that the sex in that film is super depressing, mostly. Well, yeah, doesn't Jennifer Jason Lee get pregnant and she didn't know what to do with yeah, it? Yeah, and her, yeah. Her, the way she... We're not talking about that, but the way she loses her virginity is, like, super depressing. It's really messed up. As is it. for most teenage girls. <laughs> I thought we'd bring up a movie that was a bit confusing, but... Especially for me, since I hadn't seen the first one. Uh, we're talking about Poison Ivy 2. You've never seen Poison Ivy? Never seen Poison Ivy. I haven't either. I've just caught glimpses on cable. Yeah, Wet t-shirt makeout. The great Drew Barrymore. I will tell Tom you. Tom Skerritt. I tried to find... Tell me about Poison Ivy. Okay. Well, t- so Tom Skerritt... Yes. And Drew Barrymore. She is definitely insidious. Up to no good. She's trying... But he also, like... I mean, he makes out with her in the rain and definitely wants to get down. Okay. And I tried to find Poison Ivy 1. It is super expensive and out of print, I think. I think uh, uh, Screen, Screen Factory, Factory has a box set. Of so all of them. There's Poison Ivy 1, mm-hmm. which that's like, what, 92? 92. So that kind of comes in the middle of, like, this erotic thriller stuff. You know, because Basic Instinct is the big catalyst for the Skinamax Poison stuff. Poison Ivy and The Crush are very similar in that the girls are, there's, like, a a decent guy, although mm-hmm. Carrie Elway's in The Crush isn't a family man. I think he has a girlfriend. It's been a little bit I mean, since I've seen it. him alone is why I want to see The Crush. It's so, it's really fun. So, Poison Ivy is like a serious film, and I this series is probably like the first of these erotic thriller series to have like the spinoffs and go into smuttier stuff, because you know, this movie has the two sequels, and then it's got a Lifetime movie. Nice. So there's four Poison Ivy's total. But wow. then, like, Wild Things, which we talked about. There's right. a billion Wild Things. I thought there was only a sequel. No, there's it, a bunch. It keeps going. Yeah. There's there's, but, there's a threesome. There's a foursome. There, it nice. goes and goes But and they goes. all build on, like, I mean, they, a they, concept from, like, so Wild Things. The big thing was the threesome scene. And it looks like all those movies from the covers are about, like, threesomes or, like, two girls yeah. doing a bad thing. I was just going to say, I, I was hoping as, like, each movie... They, they would just, just keep group adding. sex would be happening. Yeah. Right. Like, more and more partners. Five, and then, uh, Absolutely, like, yeah. Cruel Intentions, which is just a remake of Dangerous Liaisons. Amy Adams in the sequel? Yeah, she's in the second one. But, like, nice. the, the only thing they, like, caught from Cruel Intentions was, like, the girl makeout scene. Mm. Yeah. And it's, like, that stuff is in the sequels of, like, 
girl on girl junk <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh it's all trash species like that's a series oh, that like nice. i think it had two theatrical entries and then like the rest of it went straight to video, straight to video. okay well you know in my defense uh, i would have watched the first poison ivy if we would have access to it yeah. as you explained we didn't so we watched the second one uh <laughs> can i give a synopsis for this please uh brilliant film passion seduction betrayal Lily wanted to be just like Ivy. A young and naive college art student becomes obsessed with assuming the identity and personality of a departed co-ed who used to live in her room, and in so doing causes complications that result in two men, a student and her art professor, lusting after her. I don't feel that that's accurate. Okay, so in this uh, film, our star is Lily, played by Alyssa Milano. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have... Gredden, Greden, I can't remember how you say that name. Oh, uh, Gredden. Gredden. Gredden, I think. Uh, is that the... That's the boyfriend. That's the boy, okay. Yeah, that is that's boy toy. Jonathan uh, Shaich, Sheech, I'm sorry, I hurt your name. Uh, we have <laughs> Donald Falk, played by Xander Berkeley, Angela Falk, Belinda Bauer, Daphne Falk, Camilla Bell. I think that does it. The Falk family. You know, yeah. there we go. Okay, so Melanie, uh, give, okay. give us some thoughts on Poison Ivy 2 here. So... I feel like my experience with this film is probably similar for a lot of people in that I don't think I had ever seen it. Only remember the sexy bits. I had seen it, but I only remember her. That's it. Okay. I remember all the sexy things. Oh yeah, she's like a bad girl and she's doing bad things. Right. And like, because Poison Ivy, I did see that. Liked that movie. It's a fun thriller. This is not that. Th- watching it all the way through it is not that at all. It's no. a coming-of-age, fish-out-of-water story. That is what this is. It's She's not sinister. Yeah. This movie arms female sexuality in such a bizarre way. Definitely. It is insane. And normally, like you guys know, I don't... I it's yeah. I hate to even say this because, you know, mm-hmm. it's I'm not watching something from like a feminist mindset where this is hurting women. Sure. I just think it is such a weird story and the way they use her sexuality is bizarre. Yeah, Did you guys feel that? Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Stacy. Yeah, I think it's kind of gross by the end of the movie. Like, I'm fine with it up until, like, Thanksgiving, and then it just gets bad. Yeah. The Thanksgiving so, meal. I mean, I say I'm fine with it. It's a badly made film. I think the dude who did this film, or lady who did this film. It's a lady. I think the, they she's may a, have done Embrace French, of the Vampire as did. well. It's it's a female. I think she's French. Uh, I'm going to say her name Wrong, so I apologize. Anne uh, Gorsod. Gorsod. I'm yeah. sorry. No, you're fine. Yes. But she did Embrace the Vampire, which is also a very sexy Alyssa Milano thriller. Yeah, yeah. She's trying to shed her kid image. Well, in yeah. The 90s. She also did the sequel to Nine and a Half Weeks. Another Nine and a Half Weeks. I've never mm. seen that. Yeah, so I, yeah, the Thanksgiving on the movie's trash. It's And they like put it like a shower scene after that. And it's like. So the setup is that. Ivy, who I, again, I have not seen her in a while. In spoilers, I'm pretty sure that Ivy dies at the end of the movie. Okay. So it's, I think she does. It's weird to me that she has like okay. a college dorm where she has. Anyways, mm-hmm. so Lily finds a box of Ivy's old belongings. Mm-hmm. She finds a bunch of self-portraits, yep. clothing, a big chunky nasty necklace that yep. for whatever uh, reason she thinks looks really good. Can I say something offensive? Go for uh, it. When I first saw those... I thought they were anal beads. Or Some something. kind, yeah. yeah. For but sure. then I was like, because okay. of how big they were. It well, it was just weird. It was it was a strange thing. She like the way she pulled she it like out, pulled it out like one yeah. by one. I'm just saying. No, I get that. You thought they were butt plugs. I mean, well, anal beads. Call me 
Oh, and that's the right. you want. I don't no, care. No, no. I mean, I just saying that's, no, that's but, the thought that came to my but head. For the audience listening, since I mean, I'm sure a lot of you probably if you just know that Alyssa Milano gets naked in it. It does look like anal beads. Mm-hmm. It's this weird. Aren't they crystals? They're like crystals. But... You would cut your butt up if you put those in. Anyways, so she finds all this stuff from Ivy, and she's moved from a small town in. Michigan? That's right. She's from Michigan. She moves to LA. She's going to art school and she moves into a house with a bunch of other art students. They're all very free-spirited, very LA. Right. First night she sees two youths just going Mm -hmm. at it. Then Sneaking through the keyhole. uh And then she finds that box of Ivy's treasures and it seduces her and she tries to take on this persona of being a bad girl. She cuts her hair, which I guess that... Yeah, that... (laughs) So that, that was actually really funny to me because, like, everybody makes a big deal of it. And, like, it doesn't look like she did much to her hair. You know, it wasn't it wasn't a big change. And it looks good at the beginning. She's mm-hmm. running around in overalls being right. a cutesy art girl. And then she mm-hmm. takes off the overalls, puts on killed Mary Janes. And... Yeah. I mean, she's... It, it, the movie does not do a very good job of trying to convince you otherwise. Yeah. But it's basically her adjusting to this new lifestyle. And right. all of a sudden, she wants to be like Ivy in that she wants to... S- sexually entice men mm-hmm. so it's like she's not even wanting yeah. to have sex with anyone really initially right. it's just she wants to be sexy so she seduces um a boy in her house mm-hmm. if i can find that music that will be either the intro or the outro to this episode that is that is the gredon the gredon yeah mm-hmm. uh the sculpture boy and yeah. his sculpture he, he dragon like, he lives outside in a weird little tent area it's like a sculpture that yeah. he built it's mm-hmm. a metal it's jagged metal bits that someone's welded yes. together. It's very artistic. Is it? He, uh, I mean, he, they're he, trying. Uh, yeah, they get it on out there. Which I think that's the scene that I remember mostly. I didn't even remember the bathroom scene, which is the scene that you remember. Yeah, the boobs against the glass. Yeah, which is fairly memorable. Like, she just mm-hmm. takes her yeah. boyfriend into the yeah. bathroom and just rips off And I remember clothes. all the drawings. The sexy, yeah. Oh, yeah. The okay. Titanic bad drawings. Yeah, yeah. so... Mm-hmm. That's the thing. She's not the bad guy in this at all. Like she doesn't mm-hmm. do anything. The teacher is. The teacher is such yeah. a creep from he's the get go. He's real bad. He's real like, awful. The intro the to the movie, movie, yeah, opens with him having an affair mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. another art student yep. who then leaves, and <laughs> Ivy or uh, Lily yeah. takes her place. And he has like a <laughs> an opening that opening special sex chair. scene. He has an opening, yeah, like a special <laughs> little cushion like thing that he. Likes to it's like a fainting, the ladies fainting couch. Sex him on. Yeah. <laughs> it's bizarre. But oh. he, yeah, so it's like, he is such a creep. And he, it's like he, more and more, they strike up a weird kinship. Mm-hmm. And she, she's helping him paint again. And yeah. he's helping her... I don't know. Get naked. Get naked. Get more confident. Yeah. I, it's, I really... He wants to see them boobs yeah, yeah. and he does yeah. a lot he does yeah and we do too and then he draws them poorly he's it a really is bad artist worst his wife comes into his studio and he like hides the portrait mm-hmm. and it's like she would never know yeah. that that's Alyssa milano that's true who he eventually has she's looking for a job in la and she becomes yeah, his babysitter, babysitter. Yeah. we're talking i mean leo's the better artist here for comparing oh oh yeah absolutely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um, so yeah, it's it's all just a hot mess. Uh, do we want to like real quick get yeah. in scene like or the last few so moments? the wife invites the babysitter because or 
Okay, so Alyssa Milano says she doesn't, because they he tries to make a move on her. She says no. She's like, no, not mm-hmm. into it. But then he goes down on her. And he doesn't look in the hallway of their house. She's like, no, well, no, 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 no. This, this is, this is, before. is before. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He takes her to the chair. So My, they never have oh, yes. sex. My apologies. And, yep. and then she's just like, no, you know, I gotta go. And then she, like, kind of reconciles with her boyfriend and stuff. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then they come over for Thanksgiving because mom invites the babysitter over. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. She brings her new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So the Art teach yep. and Alyssa Milano tuck in the little girl for bed. Yeah. And then he needs to tuck into her. Mm. And it in is. In the hallway. It's a, like a full on yeah. rape. Yeah. It is a rape. It's super messed up. The boyfriend and the wife are in the kitchen. And the wife, like, hears Alyssa Milano. Yep. She's, like, smacking against this glass uh-huh. partition that they have in their household, trying to get free of this dude. She comes in and, like, catches them. Well, the little kid sees it. Yeah. And then she's like, Daddy, no. And then <laughs> runs out into traffic. And then... I was actually... I mean, I was laughing hysterically. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everybody was looking at Alyssa Milano like she's the bad guy. And their boyfriend's like, you slut. Mm-hmm. And so she just goes home. She but runs then home. The worst thing is the audience is supposed to feel that she is the bad guy because she's apologizing all the time for getting raped. And mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, it's gross. It's bad. And then it gets like a horror movie thing at the end where the teacher comes to the house and then the boyfriend saves her and they make up because yeah. she apologizes for ruining people's they lives. They never, mm-hmm. ever yeah. bring up that she was raped and yeah. that he, that they never had sex. Like, yeah. because the... Her and her boyfriend, like, they live together, Mm -hmm. and they also have that art class with that professor together. So he's, like, seen this happen before, where it's like, oh, your teacher's Mm -hmm. pet. Mm -hmm. So he's just assumed that they've banged. Yep. And he looks at her whenever (laughs) they get caught in the hallway, and he's like, you had sex with him, even Mm -hmm. though we're together. And she was raped. She says she's sorry, and that is it. It ends. And then, to your point... After the rape, there is a shower scene where she you see her boobs again. That's right. And it's like, who is in the mood for this right mm-hmm. now? I wasn't. It's mm-hmm. super gross. But yeah. yeah, I just, I love erotic thrillers. And I remember this being a really fun trash mm-hmm. show. And it's just a trash It's fire. not fun. It's not fun. Yeah. I mean, the first hour of it's okay. Because Alyssa Milano, she looked good. Yeah. And I mean, I like. It's I a like, bad movie, though. I like art, art boyfriend. Yeah, it movie was, uh, Poison Ivy three though. Yeah, it's worse. I didn't see that one. Poison Ivy three. Do you want to read that synopsis right quick? Yeah, just... I mean I can do that real quick here. So, just so we can get an overall. It's like Jamie Presley's first film. I think it's a straight to video. I think all of these except the first movie are straight oh, to video. Wow, this is like super short. Poison Ivy: The New Seduction. <laughs> this is directed by Kurt Voss. All the rules are about to be broken. All in caps. A sinister seductress, a sinister, a sinister seductress, I cannot Seductress, say, that's seduct- right. Am I saying that yeah, right? Yeah, you're saying Yeah, that. Okay, you said it right me... twice. <laughs> sinister seductress vows to destroy a suburban family. That's it. Yeah, yeah, her name's Violet, and she's the sister, she's the little sister of the original Poison Ivy. So it says, but I don't know how any of these tie together because all these people are in different places, right? Oh, Yeah. So none of it makes sense. It's bizarre. But so Jamie Presley is a, she comes back to this family because her, her mom was made and the dad was seeing the mom, but then the mom, mom got mad. So the maid got thrown out and I think the mom left. So it's just this guy and his daughter by themselves. No, the mom died. Oh yeah. They stayed together after he cheated. So she died. Mom died. So Jamie Presley comes back when she's like 20 Banging 
Super hot. Looking Good. like Jamie Presley. Right. Mm-hmm. And she is a dominatrix sex worker. She does have a box of butt, like, anal beads. Yeah, she's she's got a bag that she keeps under her bed that is always she just... she got whips and what, riding crops. Yeah, riding crops. And she's, she, like, gets a whole, like, leather get-up, like, She's naked through the mo- most of the movie. She does this move. You see her butt. Mm-hmm. She does this move, because she's all legs, where mm-hmm. she, like, hoochahs her leg out. Like, you she know? plants, like, a tripod? She does. She I Like, on Die Hard, when they, like, put the rocket launcher on, when they spread the things out, the... That's her. <laughs> she does do it three times, where she's seducing different people. Kuchah. She it's swims crazy. in the nude two or three times throughout the movie. Okay. I think yeah. one time they do like a three or four different takes. That's when takes, she's disrobing. Like, take back time. Different angle. Mm-hmm. In this film, yep. things you will see. She okay. murders a dude with drugs. Okay. Um, she overpowers like a big dude and murders him with drugs. Yeah. Okay. She has like a weird fake lesbian threesome. I was gonna that's ask. not real. That's it's not real. Ask if she she oh. makes a girl think that it's real. Okay. Yeah. She does dominatrix stuff with daddy and gets caught. And okay. daughter catches. Yeah. Oh, man. And it, uh, madness ensues. But she, she is a villain. Okay. It's ridiculous. Like, she's a villain. She's okay. trying to kill everybody. Now, okay, so was, was, was three a more enjoyable watch than yes. two? Okay. Because she's a dirtbag, but it's like, she's a fun femme, femme fatale to watch. Okay. It's it's exactly what you want from that type like, of... It's not trying to say anything. I feel like they went into Poison Ivy 2, like whoever was making it. I mean, like, I'm going to say something about women's, like, sexuality, like this coming of age. And then it's like, Ugh. oh, but she's the bad guy. Remember the first movie? she's seducing mm-hmm. him. And oh, just it just felt tacked on and yeah. gross. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm glad we talked about it a little bit. Because yeah. I just... I did not, I think that everyone remembers that film as just, oh yeah, Alyssa Milano gets naked and mm-hmm. it's super hot. And it's like, I mean it is, but it's also super fucked up. Yeah, it was, it was a rough go. A lot of Skinamax views for these films. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess before we end here, uh, Poison Ivy 2, I believe we watched it on Voodoo? Yeah, yeah we, po- so, 2 Ivy, and 3 are on yeah, Voodoo. Poison Ivy 2, two yeah, Poison Ivy 2 and 3 are available on Voodoo for free with ads if you have access to it. Okay. So, worth watching, mostly. You could do worse. You could do worse. That's probably true. So. Another one that I'll kind of say was a disappointment, I think, probably for all of us, Pacific Heights. was I will say it was not an awful movie. John Schlesinger directed it. Like, it's not terribly I do shot. like that. Um, it's kind of flipping on its head where the husband's yeah. an idiot and she's the right. smart one. Matthew Modine's actively bad in that film. Yeah, he's the worst. Yeah, every he's not every idea that, that he has yeah. is the worst. Yeah, so that, that was one I was a little more uh, down on. Uh, this movie, which I named, like, it's not really as much as a erotic thriller, but Double Jeopardy was not that good either. It's a bad film. It's entertaining, though. It was entertaining. I don't know why... I do. I love it. Well, she is I great. Love She's pretty. Ashley Judd. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm a big Ashley Judd fan as well. Tommy Lee Jones um, is not good in that movie. No, he's like and low rent fugitive character. He's also very bad at his job. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people and very are, obsessed. Are really bad at their jobs in <laughs> these films. Right? They're really bad at what they're supposed to be doing, like basic things that they're supposed to be doing. They're right. really awful at. Yep, like Nicole Kidman being a parent. In dead mm, calm. That is. Wow. It was a car accident. Now her. She deserved the zane. I, mean, I will say I don't know why her thought was, oh, I'm going to have sex with him 
Yeah. But at one point, she does have a knife, and his back is to her. Is Basic Instinct the most logical film out of all the ones we've yeah. watched? Like, it has the most sound logic, and it's just, like, a super hyper-noir sex thriller? Mm-hmm. Now, let's... Because nobody does anything well, terribly stupid in that film. Michael Douglas is really stupid, where it's, hey, your girlfriend, your new hot girlfriend that has probably killed these people, she probably did kill these people, she would never do But that. we've already established Michael Douglas doesn't have, like, Nolan Lovell's boner control. Now, bringing up the uh, mention of um, making sense of things, yeah, we should talk about that for a second, because that is something, and you brought that up very often, very, like, frequently about... You have did, to suspend your Very much so in these type of movies. Because they're... You can logic the hell out of them. Right. Mm-hmm. And ruin it. As you can with any phone, I can suspend... All of my disbelief for all of the logic in these I'm, films. I'm very good at doing that, too. Like, I I'm, I'm I don't really have a problem yeah. with that. I have a thing. What is it? I think that you don't think about these things if the movie's good enough. When I'm watching Jaws, I do not think if that compressed air can can blow that shark's head up. Because by that point in the movie, I'm sold on everything that's happening. But when I watch some of these erotic thrillers... Mm-hmm. It's like, this is a lot of stupid shit that they're putting on my shoulders and they're making me do the busy work for this shit and none of it makes sense and they didn't explain this stuff and why is Steven Weber getting a blowjob that he can't control? I don't know. I mean, I think the point whenever he figures out that it's a different woman and I mean, it's dark, her haircut is the same. She's very pale, uh-huh. Caucasian, uh-huh. slinked into his bed, and he's sure. like, obviously this is my girlfriend, and then he looks down, and she looks up, and he, I think he was already at the point of climax, I believe, and I don't know, I don't have male anatomy, I'm assuming that once you're, there's a point of no return, where the vinegar strokes, the injection is coming. I actually did not have an issue with that scene. No. Because, I mean. I feel like of all the logic you could pick apart, that, like, that one is... I get it. How about just the whole disclosure? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I really liked it. It's not a good film, but I do like it. I think I just really liked it anymore. Oh, something I did want to ask you. Would you guys consider uh, striptease and showgirls erotic thrillers? Ooh, very good question. Showgirls more so than striptease. I think striptease is a very funny, actually sharply written film. I like that movie. It's I... not a thriller, though, because it's just... Like, yeah, she's, she's working hard to get her money. Yeah, but people she, are after her. Yeah, but it's in a comical way. It's more of, like, a like a heist thing. It's not like a... There's not actual real stakes. Okay. And I will go ahead and make a uh, comment that will be controversial on this podcast, but maybe some of you out there will agree. I am a big fan of Showgirls. I love I, Showgirls. I, I think Showgirls is great. And when I, are we doing that episode? I would love to do that. So, <laughs> I think Showgirls is brilliant, and I love it. So, how about that? I would say everybody on this I, episode's a I big Paul Verhoeven fan, though. Showgirls and Striptease would actually be a good double feature. Yeah, that would. See, yeah, I don't think they have anything to do with one another outside of the publicity, and they came out within a year of one well, another. Girls stripping. <laughs> no, I know, but like, Showgirls is. That's all I was getting. Showgirls at. is. Well, yeah, they're very different movies, but but they are girls stripping in both films. And they're super hot. Absolutely fine. Hate us. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't hate anybody. Yeah. What was the worst that we watched for you? 
The worst movie? Mm -hmm. Final Analysis. Final Analysis is your worst. Fatal Instinct's pretty bad, too, but Final Analysis... <laughs> like, at least Fatal Instinct was only an hour and a half, and it had Shooter McGavin in it. Final Analysis was, I think, over two hours, mm -hmm. and it was atrocious. See, Fatal Instinct, I think I can... Sherman Flynn's in it, and I think I can... Yeah, she's gorgeous. She looks amazing. I can deal yep. with it. And, I mean, uh, Sean Young? Yeah, Sean Young. Mm -hmm. She's pretty. She looks good in it. It's during your crazy years, though, so... Uh, real quick, one, um, before we move on, one movie that we really haven't talked about yet, I just want to mention, because mm -hmm. I think we all enjoyed it on some level, is Sleeping with the Enemy. Mm -hmm. Um, just because we haven't really mentioned it much, uh, what are you guys' thoughts on that movie with, uh, obviously Julia Roberts? Well, again, that's when I feel like that it, the night that we watched that with Double Jeopardy, it's like those two don't really fit. They're definitely 90s so mm -hmm. they're great. I, it's, I, Ladies in bad marriages. Yeah. Well, and I mean, there's more sex in that film than there is in some of the others. Sure. Because there's, what, two scenes Well, Sleeping movie. with the Enemy? Uh-huh. Is there sex in that movie? Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, like a really awful yeah. sex scene, and then he, at one point he pulls her to bed while she's have like she has strawberries or something, mm -hmm. and she breaks the bowl full because he has right. to have her right then. Her old mustache. Yeah, old mustache. Oh, Patrick. Was... Yeah, Patrick. Uh, yeah, you're right. Patrick he Virgin. he drinks water like a creature. He like he's. <laughs> going to yeah it's yeah. a whole thing i think i like it a lot more than either of you two yeah <laughs> i i will say like i was kind of mixed on it but mm -hmm. as with all these i was mostly entertained so mm -hmm. like i had a good time watching it i think it's a solid entertaining film i think it's more interesting as a vehicle for julia roberts because if you look at her career at that time the trajectory for mm -hmm. her stardom i i think it's a very good julia roberts vehicle but as a film on its own it's like yeah it's a good time at the movie it's like I had fun watching it. Mm -hmm. It's not something I would seek to watch again, but if you look at it within, like, the spectrum of her career, I think that's what she did to follow up Pretty Woman, mm -hmm. or Pretty Darn Close, after. So, it is a nice build yeah. onto that career she made for herself. Yeah. I would like to say with, with all these, also, uh, like I just said, kind of, while um, there are ones better than others, Yeah. I was entertained throughout all these in some way or form. Even Final Analysis, a movie that I kind of would agree with you guys, that I think is probably... I just feel like it's too long. It, it, yeah, it's too long. And, I would have been fine with it if it, wasn't, if it was 30 minutes. Yeah, there, there's kind of like this middle courtroom scene that takes about like 20 or 30 minutes. The just worst kind of court scene in the history of cinema. nowhere. Yeah. Um, but I will say like the last like 30 to 45 minutes of that movie is like, again, not... Not not great, but but I was very entertained throughout those last forty five minutes or so. So that is one thing. Like there are the some movies are better than others, but but I think they all in some form had a uh, had a had a had an entertainment value in them. Yeah. Best part of that movie is Eric Roberts. Oh, absolutely. So what do you got for us? You got a list of things? Well, it's not a list so much as it's. I have different questions for you guys. It's not a quiz or anything, so it's there's okay. really no right or wrong answers. Hot quiz, hot shot. Well, and I will, I mean, verbally, through audio, the listeners will be able to enjoy it, but I will also put these pictures up oh, okay. um, so that people can see what I'm asking you specifically. So I just have a series of questions for you to okay. cap off our talk here. So who is 
I'm going to give you three options, Good. and I want you to tell me... Now, are, are we competing, or is this one, like, question for him, then question for me? No, no, because it's not a quiz, so just okay. you guys can answer, you okay. know, as you will. But we are competing. So, first up, it's going to be a marry, bed, or kill. Okay. So, your first Ooh. contestant All right. is mm-hmm. Sharon Stone, basic instinct. Mm-hmm. What a beaut. Yeah. Okay. So, that's your first... Second, Jennifer Jason Lee, single white female. Ooh, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. In this look, with yep. her haircut, she's, she's, she's single white female. She's here. got the red, yeah. short she's hair got going. The coat. This is whenever she's going okay. to see Weber, Nev Campbell. Ooh. When she's okay. still a goth. In her goth phase here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have Mary, mm-hmm. kill, mm-hmm. and what was the third one? Fuck. Let's have sex with. Sex, marry, or kill. Okay. Sex, marry, or kill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go first with this, okay? Okay. I'm going to marry Nev Campbell. Okay. I'm going to... I'm going to make a, a fatal error here. I'm going to sex Sharon Stone. You're going to die. Kill Jennifer Jason Lee. That's my answer. Yeah. Oh, no way. How You're about that? You're both going to die. Why? You're going to die. Having hey, you know her. what? Is she writing okay. a book about us? No, but... Here is the thing. There's nothing safe with her. Michael, I mean, he 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 makes it through. He's not in Basic Instinct too. I know, but I'm saying He's like missing. I'm not saying like I'm just saying he has sex with her multiple times and doesn't die during the movie. So if I'm just having like, am I? If she's not s- writing about us, I think we could have sex with her and not. Am die. I having sex with her like once, or is this like a con? Like, is this I a mean- thing? You just can't marry her. I'm more scared of Jennifer Jason (laughs) Lee and her mystery blowjobs. Wow. See, for me, I would 100%. I would marry Nev because she's smart. She's She's going to provide for us for a lifetime. Right. So I made the right call there. Yeah. Agreed. I just probably. I'm definitely having sex with Jennifer Jason Lee because, oh, 100%. She's too crazy. She's crazier than Sharon Stone. No. Killer. The thing is, I I know that we could have an encounter. And then I could, because she goes to that dungeon club thing, right. so she likes random strange. So it's like I could get with her once at the dungeon club, whatever, and then I could go home to Nev and okay. be fine. I like so you're it. gonna kill Sharon Stone? Yeah, I'm gonna kill her. I'm not having sex with her, but she will ice pick me. My she, one question for you. Yeah. That was her choice, which I'm sure you have a good answer for, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. Okay. With Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah. You have this one night with her, mm-hmm. okay? What happens if? She's gonna she stalk you. Gets that connection with you like she does with uh, her roommate's name, Bridget like, Fonda. Bridget Fonda. What if that happens? And see, I don't want that. It's Stock City. Just see, that's what. And she's small. I think she'd be easy to kill. <laughs> no. Okay. I, I Sharon just... Stone. She she looks that photo you got there. Powerful. No, I. Know. I don't know if I could take her. I mean, I would I, have to devise a plan. I would die either way. And no, then she, I would probably just... Here's the thing. I think I could handle myself against Jennifer Jason That's fair. That's I think fair. I could handle it. I have to kill her because if I'm having sex, I'm not going to be paying attention to an ice pick coming at right. me at all. Mm-hmm. Her body's banging. Right. If we were banging, that's all I'd be focused yeah. no, on. That's I'm fair. not going to yeah. see it coming. That's I, I get it. Okay. Okay. So that's... No. That was, that was a good... That was okay. A good so... Very important mm-hmm. question for both of you. A little bit of a hot topic while we were watching these films. Mm-hmm. So I have three Michaels for you here. Oh, okay. 
and I need you to tell me which Michael is the best Michael. Okay. So we have Fatal Attraction Michael. Uh huh. Uh huh. Instinct Michael. Disclosure Michael. Are we talking like best looking or best human? Whatever your interpretation is. Okay. You you take this one first. The best Michael. Okay. The best Michael is Basic Instinct Michael. And obviously, I think this question is slanted because of the photos you picked out. <laughs> Basic Instinct Michael, the photo you're showing us, is him in the club with that deep V Can sweater. I tell you why I picked he this? looks great. Can I tell you the why? reason why? Is because who else wears a sweat sweater like that in a club? Everyone should. No, no, but who specifically does in an 80s film? Who does that? Fright Night. Same sweater. Oh, Chris Sarandon, yeah. Yeah, that's Very the nice. reason why I chose that. Nice. Chris Sarandon did it better. Yeah. Chris Sarandon's hotter. Well, uh, we all know this. That's Michael Douglas, here's the thing. I actually appreciate 70s Michael Douglas more. Bearded, long yeah, hair, you're, you're crazy maverick what we're, what we're of film. Here. Yeah, so your choice is the sex trilogy. So, which is, gotcha. he, which is he the worst in? He is the worst in Disclosure... Because, I mean, he, he's not the best looking in Disclosure. Like, he still looks good. Mm-hmm. But as a human, he's the shittiest. He's the worst in Disclosure. Because. That is interesting. Like, he, he's pulling this whole, like, I'm the victim here. The man's getting raped. <laughs> he's pulling this, I'm the victim here. Mm-hmm. He doesn't tell his wife about it. He, like... So he gets a blowjob from a meeting from a girl that he used to I date. I don't even say it's a full blowjob. He doesn't. He doesn't have uh, finish. I'll put it that way. It's a full blowjob. Oh, His dick okay. is in her mouth. Oh. That is a blowjob. Okay, okay. And then he like gets into the moment as Nolan described, and like I'm gonna have sex with this woman because I'm this far already, and then decides. Oh, I'm married. And then he sues the company over sexual harassment. I'm supposed to feel bad for him and this whole thing gets wrapped up within a week? Like Michael Douglas's bad week? That's stupid. Okay, to you, Nolan. Which would you say best, Michael, if you had to put your money on it? And it doesn't have to be, you know, what I presented to you here. Just like the one you like the most. What is he, where is he looking the best? What do you feel? Okay, well, you know, I, I'm going to... I'm going to play the villain here. So I'm going Disclosure, Michael, number one. Oh, wow. Okay. So not only is he able to fight off the evil Demi Moore, he wins the case. Makes her look like a tool. Makes her look like a tool. Gets ahead in his company. Takes down the evil Donald Sutherland. He doesn't get ahead. He does. And no, he has the same job. That lady gets promoted over him again. I know. But he doesn't take Donald Sutherland everybody down. Everybody thinks he's number one they now. They have a better relationship. Though. Donald Sutherland stole the boss at the end of the movie. Yeah. What are you talking about? Donald Sutherland didn't get what he wanted. He didn't know Demi Moore was screwing over the company. Wrong. Okay. And, and, mm-hmm. did we even watch the same film? He is the VR champion. Yeah, VR. What the fuck? Don't. Why is VR in that movie? It's, it's awful. So it's just like organizing files, like that's what VR is. It's like the equivalent, like the little angel thing that they Yeah. Have. It's like the 
The fucking paperclip and word? That's exactly what I was thinking of. So yes, Michael Douglas fights off so many evils in the film. And he comes, he triumphs. He triumphs, and he's the VR champion. Okay. So Michael Douglas, I will go number two. I will go Michael Douglas Basic Instinct. And number three, Michael Douglas Fatal Attraction. Why is he the worst? Well, I just think he's a weak man. You know, here's the thing. He has a very nice life. A very nice wife. You know, Glenn Close... Their kids are really cute, bar, too. They have a cute kid. And, you know, look, I'm sure they're... I, I, I am not going to uh, make rude comments about Glenn Close. Just for me, personally, I don't think... She's not, like, what you would call my type. I don't think she's an ugly person. I just... She's not my type. And so, for that, I'm I like... I don't think they do a very good job yeah, of making her look great in the film. I agree either. with that, as well. And so... Like, even in the beginning, where she's mm, supposed to be, like, sultry right? and seductive. Yeah. So, you know... It doesn't make sense. I, I just think he makes a lot of bad choices. He gets what he deserves. Mm-hmm. And I Boiled just... Bunny? Excuse me? Boiled Bunny. Okay, well, I'm just saying he gets what he deserves. I 100% agree that he is the worst in Fatal Attraction because he's completely complicit in everything that happens. Like, he... They... He has a moment. His wife and kid go off to the, the her parents or whatever, and he's alone for a weekend, and she's like, so you're alone? He's like, yeah. And mm-hmm. she's like, well... Can you, are you discreet? Can you be discreet? And he's just like, oh, okay. And but that's like, a better movie than Disclosure. I understand it's a better movie, but he is a scumbag in Fatal Attraction. First off, yes. Fatal Attraction. I am being funny in this, by the way. Oh, Fatal, Fatal Attraction is a, is a better, better movie. Film. I'm just having some fun. But this I, is the worst version of himself. Disclosure is... I think he looks the worst in Disclosure, but I also kind of love it because of Big the Mouth. Wisp, the because wispy of, hair. Because of how the accurate the outfit they put mm-hmm. Nick in in Disclosure. Mm-hmm. The musical. musical. I just Not mainly Nick. wanted to disagree with you just to do it. Too. That's fair. So, so you lost this round? Of our leading men that we saw in some of the films that, you know. Uh-huh. The good boys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who, okay. Who do you think is the most attractive? Attractive? Here. Hang just on. looks. Hang on. I'm going to give you choices. You No, because you're going to go off rogue on me. Honey dick. Now, what do we say? Oh, okay. Richard. We got Richard Gere here. We got Richard from Final Analysis. Honey mm-hmm. eyes. This is his look in the film. Always yeah. confused. Ooh. Baby Ben mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Sleeping with the Enemy. Sweet little drama boy. Mm-hmm. Or, well, since this is the mm-hmm. look you guys both chose as best for Michael, we'll say yes. Michael Douglas and Fatal Attraction. Okay. Basic Instinct. Oh, basic instinct. Sorry. Um, who is who's your boy? So I'm gonna go ahead and go first. <laughs> Baby Ben. Ben. He's a cute boy. He's a little drama boy. He's my type of boy. He's, he's got all he's the very goods. Tiny, and he can sing and dance. He's precious. Mm-hmm. He loves Julia. He cares about her. He wants to be there for. He gets the shit kicked out of him by mustache at the end of the film. Okay, okay, but you know what? And mustache is worthless. As a man who myself is a bit sensitive and also probably wouldn't do good against bigger people, I but mustache is smaller. Okay, Okay. I'm just saying he tried, and I respect that. It's not even the same size. Like Mm. it's not like he cowered away. He was like, "Bring it!" And yeah, he got the shit kicked out of him, which he did jostle back into the door whenever he knew that something was up after she was like no i'm fine mm-hmm. go 
and she sure. closes the door, and then he waits for the guy to talk, and he busts mm-hmm. in there. Only get his ass kicked. But Ben's Like right. the punk and that he is. So. Okay. For me, is your, that's my boy. Is yours Richard? Or no. Michael? Richard, tiny eyes, always confused. So Michael, no. Michael's your king. It's Michael and <laughs> Basic think, Instinct. Do you think he's the best leading man in the erotic thriller genre. Is yeah, he, he's he had the, the most entries. Is he the king? And he's had the most entries. Ooh. Wow. You see mm. what I did there? And Commendable I, by him. And then I have just one more for you. What is that? <laughs> That's Eric Roberts. <laughs> no, I know, but like... I tried it to Eric Roberts. Hard body, yeah, I like okay. it. <laughs> Mustache. Yes. Okay. And we've got Weber. I couldn't find a great picture of him. <laughs> That's his side butt. I couldn't find a picture of him anywhere. There's not a picture of him mm, in the Vinegar film. stroke. He looks yeah. very I mean, the other one that I had, that's mm-hmm. mid-blow job. Uh, yeah, absolutely. The other one I had was his face, and you couldn't tell who it was. That, so. That's a good picture. How is he angled? What is that? Is that a full thigh? I mean, that's his... Yeah. That's, that's, that's what's going on. Okay. I would say that's his thigh. I think that's the muscle definition. Why are we judging his body? Well, Why are we yeah, judging, no, judging maybe Weber? What, what is the question? Which of these guys would you want to protect you? To protect me? To protect you. Eric Roberts, look at him. He's ripped as shit and crazy. <laughs> but, like, you'd want to live a life with him? Oh, no. To have him to hold? I mean, none of these guys. They're all shitbags. I know. You have to choose one. That's the point of the question. It's not a good so you question. Got, you got Eric Roberts. Here, I'm I'll, gonna... I'll throw a random one in there if you want, and you can also choose between Billy Zane. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Billy Zane has been chosen. You know what? He's crazy. He tears people's limbs apart. <laughs> They're down in, in some water down below where you don't know what's happened. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm Billy Zane all the way. Okay, so the options are Billy Zane from Deadcom. Let me go back. Or you can have Stephen Weber from Single White Female. Worthless. Or Mustache. Worthless. Patrick Virgin. Patrick Virgin. Sleeping with the Enemy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Or Eric Roberts from Highlands. Eric Roberts. So he's the one that you... He's probably going to try to take I mean, advantage of man, you. Man, I mean, he gets pretty destroyed by he's a... fucking jacked. By a fake drunk... Basinger? Um, basing, yeah. yeah. I mean, they all get whooped up in stupid ways. Yeah, but Billy Zane comes back. I mean, he takes a flare gun to the face. Yeah, but but that's he a... comes back every time after. It does. Like before. Yeah, but he's not going to provide you anything. He's just going to rip your panties off. <laughs> He'd provide me with joy. <laughs> He's just going to rip your pants off, and then you're going to have to make a lemonade. Okay, fine. So... And he's going to kill your dog. I have a new question. For these three, Billy Zane's not in it, I'm okay. sorry. Marry, right. fuck, or kill. Ooh. For, okay. We'll end it on this. So, for... Okay. Final question. Final analysis. Eric Roberts. Sleeping with the enemy. Dirty husband. All right. Stephen Weber, shitty boyfriend. Marry, fuck, kill, go. I'm marrying Stephen Weber. Marrying him, even though he's cheated on his wife yes. and his new girlfriend. He he seemed he he's my boy. Okay. That's who I got. Okay. I'm effing Eric Roberts. Effing him. And I'm killing Patrick. I'm killing mustache. mustache. He's probably one of my least favorite human beings on screen over the last month. Okay. And. I just, you know, I, I don't, I don't like, I don't like him. I don't like that he uh, played tricks on Julia Roberts' mom. Uh-huh. I mean, he's going to straight up kill her. 
Well, I know. I, I, I can't take that. All right. That's, that's my choices. I'm going to marry Eric Roberts. <laughs> nice. He's obviously the most talented actor out of these three. Okay. I'm going to fuck Steven Weber because of that picture you're showing me, if that's just his thigh... That guy's got a big ass. Okay. <laughs> big juicy ass. Oh, okay. You can see a slight dimple mm. there, too. Mm-hmm. With the and high then, yeah. And look at that mouth. Oh, yeah. It's in full go. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do you think Stephen Weber's attractive for real? Uh. I mean, I'm pretty sure he just admitted it. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm mostly just telling jokes. But, I mean, obviously, you got to kill mustache. Well, so kill him. At least we can agree on that. Yeah. Okay. He's the worst. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I actually agree with you. I think I would probably marry Eric because I think that, uh... He's rich and just don't be, like, a dumb Kim Basinger and be, like, a stupid, like, stupid fake drunk. He just wanted to go out to dinner with her and she would freak out. But yeah. He was, and he was really calm. She had a condition that wasn't real. Yeah. So in That's final still analysis, not real? Yeah, in final analysis, what do they call... What is the Psycho... Name? Like, psycho drunk whatever... Yeah, I forget like, what it is, but it's like you have basically you smell alcohol and then your your body reacts you as if you've it. drank like down to fifth uh-huh. of whiskey. It's not a real thing. No, it is super bizarre. But yeah, so she goes out to dinner with her husband and then starts mm-hmm. screaming that if you look at him, he's the devil. Yeah, like that. and then he's, she tackles him. Yeah, red wine so, is a bitch. Super weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I like you. as bad as he is in that film. You kind of think, like, after knowing all the shit about her, like, everything is deserved. Mm-hmm. Like, she sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, he's doing his best. No, I agree. She, no, she's, like, the worst. She's, like, completely in the wrong Look at him. He's fucking jacked. He's obviously the best actor on screen in that movie. I mean, I think I just like the Roberts family. Yeah. I think I'm very into them. And I think that's probably why we all hate Mustache so much. Yeah. Because, like, how could you hurt Julia Roberts? Right. right. look like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I mean, that guy, up with you, like, he's please. trash. She's gorgeous. Yeah. And she's, like, an angel in the film. She's just big yeah. eyes. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that's why Ben is so worthless oh, to not please. fight a guy. I have to tell you right now, if, if I had to pick any guy to be with in all of the films that we watch, it's 100% Ben. 100% Ben. All the way. Scruffy bearded guy? Yeah. He's a sweet baby. He is. What did he do? I, yeah. I think Ben's great. You guys, which you're on Ben team now, but you did a little bit at first. You weren't I sold. I ripped him at first. But then you saw his dance moves, and then you even said that he... Oh, he's a good dancer. Yeah. So you do appreciate a boy who can move. Yeah, he's good. That's right. But, but yeah. he's not good at protecting his loved ones. Okay. He failed. Well, not... No, I'm, I'm done him, with him. Clearly. I'm just saying that anybody here could kick Mustache's ass. That's fair. So, in conclusion, mm-hmm. I think that we watched a lot of films that took place you know, near a body of water, mm, yes. a lot of sweaters, absolutely, a lot of skin, mm-hmm. a lot of Michael Douglas, uh-huh. and I feel pretty good about it. I don't know about you guys, but mm-hmm. I, we barely even dipped our toes into this yeah. too, because there's so many you guys It was the seen start of a journey, not the end. So true. Any final thoughts, guys? I mean, good episode, fun time. I uh, enjoyed watching these. Yeah. I think it was, it was, it was a nice journey. Yeah, I, I like these movies for the most part. I think usually, if nothing else, they're uh, 
fun entertainment. Melanie, thank you for joining us. Thank you. This has been a lot of fun. As always, you can find us on uh, iTunes, uh, and I think we're on Spotify now. We yes. Are. Mm-hmm. Um, t- um, you can also find us on Twitter, uh, and you can find us personally on Letterboxd. I am Chuck Madden Jr. Escalover84. Melanie. I'm not on Letterboxd. I think I used you're to be on Twitter. Letterboxd. I'm sorry. No, yes. you're good. I used to be on Letterboxd, and I'm pretty sure if you look me up, the only thing I... Oh, those shark movies. I did all of the bad sci-fi films that I've seen. Not Sharknado. I've never seen Sharknado. I'm talking a little bit higher caliber. Mega Shark versus Rhinoctopus. Yes. Okay. But uh, no, I'm on Twitter at Plastic Werewolf. Pretty much any social media. All that good stuff there. That you can find me. And you guys are at Cinema Parlor on Twitter. Yes, Cinema Parlor on Twitter. And uh, And Instagram. Instagram. Give us a Mm -hmm. shout out. Also, like I said, iTunes and Spotify, give us some ratings or reviews, and even if you like or dislike any review would be helpful. So, uh, anything else? Yeah. All right. Everyone stay safe out there. Yes, and uh, we'll talk to you all soon. Have fun, watch movies. All right. Play games. Read books. Enjoy eroticism. Enjoy a lot of eroticism. Absolutely. In film, in real life, however you can get it, really. Just enjoy it. Consensually, though, please. Yeah. Bye. Learn phoner control. Aching for